ask of you, we pray, we please of you to bless those one that sick this morning. Bless those one that have lost hope in this life. We come with love on our heart. We come with wishing on our heart. We ask of you, Father, we pray of you to bless the man that's going to speak the word this morning and give him strength, joy, and peace and love to speak our holy word to his people. Dear Holy God, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. virtually. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you all to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6, 4 states, therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of our Father, even so, we shall walk in the newness of life. I am Julie Birdsong, and this is our sister for water baptism, Sister Sherry Austin. It is based upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I baptize you now, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Sure, say amen. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Put your hands up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Great Jehovah, you're good. 
house of Jesus and all he's done for me all his mercy all his kindness all his love all his peace all his joy I wish I had somebody who knew about it this morning oh and we won't stop praising Hallelujah. Come into this house, Lord. Come into our hearts. We need your presence, Lord. Fill this place with your glory. Fill this place with your power. We want you. Let the glory of the Lord, let the power of the Lord, let the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit fall upon this place. With your glory, Lord, fill this place with your power. Help me say, fill this place. Fill this place with, with your, glory. your glory. It's a simple song. As we worship the Lord, sing this with us. Fill this place.
your glory. With your glory. Consume our hearts, Lord. Consume our hearts. With your fire. With your Consume our hearts with your glory. Consume our hearts today, Lord. Consume our hearts with your fire. There's nothing we want more. There's nothing 
your hands if you want the Lord if you need the Lord to fill this place this place with his glory and with his power you may be seated we're grateful just for another opportunity to be together with the Saints to worship him those who are here in the building God bless you for trekking through and for getting here the Lord has kept us safe even if you had to slide, you slid right on in here. <laughs> and we're grateful for the opportunity. The majority of us are online. Welcome to you this morning, those who are joining us virtually in the e-congregation. I know many of you would rather be here in the building, but we're grateful for the technology that allows us to worship together virtually. And we're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible every week for us to be together virtually are there is there anybody in the house who doesn't consider themselves a part of the Mount Calvary nation anybody brave enough who's not part of Mount Calvary to be here today everybody's family all right God God bless you God bless you those of us who are visiting with us online who are not part of the Mount Calvary nation officially we welcome you. We're glad that you've chosen to worship with us. Let me uh, make just a few uh, announcements and observations at this point, and we'll continue on in our worship. We do have a card of thanks. Uh, thanks to all at Mount Calvary that participated in Carolyn's service and who hold her family in their memory, who hold her fondly in their memory. We appreciate everything. Special thanks to Josie for guiding us through. Uh, she's from the bereavement ministry with much appreciation this comes from the family of Carolyn Cox and they enclosed also a check for $200 to the Mount Calvary family in Miss Cox's honor listen this Friday we are starting something in uh, in the Mount Calvary nation uh, and beyond that goes with our theme for this year of uh, reaching unto the least of these reaching out beyond our walls thinking bigger than ourselves on this friday from 11:30 to one o'clock we will start our free lunch friday uh free lunch friday it's for anybody that wants to stop in and grab lunch um particularly during these winter months when it's cold um we we are not equipped to uh to house people from the cold all day every day but we can give people some respite um, if it ever gets cold again in Dayton um, from 11:30 to 1 o'clock every Friday starting this Friday it's free lunch Friday uh, spread the word um, anybody can come dinner with pastor is going to be on Sunday the 29th immediately following the service this is for anybody who who joined um, since October of 2022 uh, if you missed the last dinner with pastor if that was your time and you weren't able to do it you can come uh, this time on the 29th 
the RSVP deadline is the 27th. We need to know that you're going to be here so we can have food for you. Miss um, Kim, where are they RSVPing to? Gotcha. All right. It's, uh, it's on the invitation. If you received that, you should have received that if you've joined since October 2022. Um, or you can check the social media pages and you can RSVP that way. Would you all keep uh, Brother Cameron, you notice he's not on the organ this morning, Brother Cameron and Sister Alandria Barnes in your prayers. They are down in Memphis this weekend uh, funeralizing her father. Um, Brother Ron Grady is home, praise God. Uh, would you continue to pray for him though? Also, Brother Jaynard Clinkscales is home as well. Continue to keep him in your prayers. Minister Ada Scruggs, she fractured her elbow this past week. She's going to have to have surgery. Um, would you keep her in your prayers? As well as Deborah Million and her family, her brother passed. Uh, we, we don't have information yet on the services, but please keep them in your prayers. Um, Parker Winston is not here today, but today is her 13th birthday. If you see her, make sure you tell her happy birthday. Uh, also, Ms. Marva Jett, um, who's not here today, has a birthday on Tuesday. As a matter of fact, we share a birthday on Tuesday, um, January the 24th. Good. <laughs> we are going to Matthew chapter 6. Of course, we're going back to Matthew chapter 6. The choir is going to come and minister in song. Lead us further in worship. Oh, thank you. Lead us further in worship, and we're going to Matthew chapter 6 right after we uh, recognize someone special who was baptized today, who has recently given her life to Christ and united with the Mount Calvary Nation. This certificate of baptism is presented uh, to Sherry Austin, who was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 22nd day of January 2023 at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, 3375 Pastor S.N. Winston Sr. Way, Dayton, Ohio. God bless you, Ms. Austin. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Best decision you'll ever make. Thank you. I had one of the deacons to call uh, Miss Austin this morning to see if she was going to uh, to get here or not. And uh, listen, a little snow was not going to keep her from being baptized today. <laughs> Speaking of which, don't forget, just before they come, don't forget that the deacons on duty this month, they got a couple more weeks and they've been doing an awesome job. Uh, Deacon uh, Harvey Wortham, wave your hand, Deacon Wortham and Deacon Malcolm McClure. If there is something that comes up uh, that you need, if there's somebody in the hospital, somebody giving birth, uh, you've got something you need the church family to know, call 937-422-9849. And one of these deacons on duty will see to your needs and make sure you're not overlooked. Hallelujah. 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 
For thine is the kingdom, the power and glory, forever and ever. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll be singing forever. Amen. We'll be singing forever and ever and ever. Amen. My heart is always long for something more. Search the stars to knock on heaven's door. Creation groans for God to be revealed. And every wound we carry will be healed. My eyes on the sun. Lord, your will be done. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the kingdom. The power, the, power, the glory. Forever. Forever and ever. Finish, finish my story. We're singing freedom. Just like me. 
ever, and if, if you ever question, if you ever question, whatever sounds, whatever sounds like, just let it fill the room. Just let it fill the room. One more time, say if you ever wonder, if you ever wonder, what heaven looks like, what heaven looks like, looking like me and you, looking like me and you. And if you ever question, if you ever question, what heaven sounds like, what heaven sounds like, just let His praises fill the room. Let it fill the room. Oh, if you ever wonder, if you ever wonder, what heaven looks what like, what heaven looks like, it's looking like me, it's looking like me. Oh, and if you ever question, if you ever question, what heaven sounds, what heaven sounds like, just let
the glory forever. Amen. That's the scripture. Matthew 6, verse 13b. You may be seated. kingdom the power and the glory forever amen y'all forgive me i don't usually preach in a sweatsuit my wife and kids they were giving me a hard time they said why do you have a sweatsuit on it's just no <laughs> honestly it's just because i didn't have time to iron a shirt things were kind of uh, crazy this morning friends for the past several weeks we have been taking a look at the model prayer, we are studying Matthew's account of what the Lord taught his disciples through what he left in his word. Jesus has taught us several things. He has taught us about God's preeminence, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your name is to be reverenced. It is set apart. You are so high that nobody can compare to you. He teaches us about God's preeminence, but not only that, he teaches us to pray God's program, thy kingdom come. He teaches us about God's plan, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He enlightens us as to God's provision, give us this day our daily bread. He tells us to pray for God's pardon, Forgive us what we owe you as we forgive what we believe others owe us. We pray for God's protection. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And then Jesus in this lesson on prayer ends with a praise. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory the kingdom belongs to you, all the power belongs to you, and no matter what, all the glory belongs to you. Now, if you are reading New International Version or New Living Translation or um, English Standard Version, there are some versions that leave that phrase completely out of the Lord's Prayer. You won't see that phrase in there. It's omitted because... They say, the biblical scholars say, that that phrase is not found in all of the original manuscripts that have been discovered. Um, but we are not theologians, and I'll let the theologians and the scholars argue about where it belongs. I'm going with the King James one on this one. The final phrase, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory Forever, Scholars refer to it as a doxology. Doxology, if you're not familiar with that word, it's just a $10,000 word that refers to a hymn or form of words that contain praise to God. Doxology, a hymn of praise to God. So we see, saints, that this model starts with praise and it ends with praise. It starts, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It starts with adoration. And it ends, 
For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. It ends with adoration. Now I have to tell you, the fact that Jesus' lesson on prayer here starts and ends with adoration is a little curious to me um, because the Lord doesn't really need our praise. Whether we praise him or not, I know this, this rubs, this, this is going to rub your, your feathers the wrong way, but I got to tell you, whether we praise him or not, he's still God. And he's still worthy. Right? I mean, according to the word, there's a whole host of angels that praise him day and night. Even the floods clap their hands. The Bible says the hills rejoice. The heavens are telling the glory of God. The sun shines to his glory. The moon glows to tell of his glory. The stars twinkle to praise him. Everything breathing praises the Lord. No, God doesn't need our praise to be who he is. But as a part of his creation, as human beings who owe our very existence to our Father, the least we can do is to join with the rest of his creation and give unto him the glory that is due unto his name. I mean, considering all that he's done for us, it's the least we can do is to give him the praise that he deserves. I was talking to a pastor once who grew up in a church in Cleveland where his father was the pastor and it was high church. It was, um, it was sophisticated church. They were sophisticated people. The majority of the congregants there were educated and they were refined and they didn't make a lot of noise in church. There was not visible or audible praise most times. As a matter of fact, this pastor told me that his father told the congregation, God does not need our applause. Well, I do have news for you, sophisticated saint. God may not need our applause. He may not need our clapping. He does not need our shouting. He may not need our dancing. He may not need our singing. He may not need our praise, but I got news for you. He sure is worthy of it. Has God done anything for anybody that deserves some thanksgiving? Jesus teaches here that when we talk to the Father, when we call on his name, there ought to be some praise that goes with it. But it's not for the reasons we think. It's not because he needs it. It's not even to get him to do what we want. Did you hear what I said? Our praise is not to get him to do what we want. Praise is not the grease that helps our prayers to slide through. Praise is not the payment that makes the Lord hear us. But we praise him, first of all, because of who he is and just because he's able. Paul said it like this to the Ephesian church, not now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. That is good news for somebody who's worshiping with us virtually right now. That's good news for somebody who's in this sanctuary right now. That's good news. The fact that God is able ought to help somebody to keep running a little further. 
whatever the problem he can fix it whatever the yoke he can destroy it whatever the sickness he can heal it whatever the bondage he can break it whatever it is we're praying about God is able and that is praiseworthy we treat this last phrase like it is a standalone praise but look at the text it says for thine is the kingdom there's a conjunction connecting this doxology to what has come before it for thine is the kingdom that word for just means because in other words, we can talk to the Father. We can pray everything we just prayed. We can ask him for what we just asked him for. We can come to him in confidence because his is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. We can call you Father in heaven because the kingdom is yours. We can ask you to give us what we need today because the power is yours. We can ask you to forgive us. We can ask you to deliver us because the glory is yours. This last phrase shows a fitting conclusion to our praying it is an appropriate response it is a proper closure to our prayers and it is what I want to talk about today for a little while a praise in the present a praise in the present hopefully by the time we get done you'll know what I mean there are three movements in this text, three truths about God, three reminders that prompt a praise in the present. First of all, there is a word about his sovereignty. It's in the text, for thine is the kingdom. The original word there in the text for kingdom literally means royal power. His kingship, dominion, rule. In other words, I say it all the time, he's in charge. He runs things and get this, he does it alone. He's sovereign. He's in full control. He is, as Paul told Timothy, the only wise God. The Bible calls him the blessed and only potentate. He's the boss, he's the overseer, the monarch, he is the general, he's the dictator, he's the head, he's in charge. He doesn't share power with us, and he doesn't share it with the devil. I know we think Satan has some power and God has some power, and they are wrestling over who will win. But I got to tell you, he is all-powerful. He does what he wants, when he wants, how he wants, for as long as he wants to, he is sovereign. First Chronicles 29 11 and 12 says like this, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in the heavens and the earth, yours is the dominion, O Lord, and you exalt yourself as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you and you rule over all. And in your hand is power and might and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. Exodus 15, 8, the Lord shall reign forever and ever. 
Psalm 95, he is a great king above all gods. 1 Timothy 1.17 calls him the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God. To him be honor and glory forever. All I'm trying to tell you is that the kingdom is his. He's in charge and he doesn't have to ask anybody's permission to do anything. And when we pray, we would do well to remember that God is in charge and we can pray like it. When we talk to our father we are talking to the one to whom the kingdom belongs when we pray to God we are praying directly to the one who is in charge I've told this story before you a few years ago minister Chris and I were in New Orleans we were attending the National Baptist Convention and our first night there listen everywhere I go around the country to uh, with the National Baptist Convention my, my first priority my wife can tell you listen I'm going to find where all the people who live there eat. Our first night there, we sat down at a highly recommended restaurant. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the best seafood joint in New Orleans. When we arrived, we went to the hostess stand and we talked to somebody there to tell them we, we wanted to be seated and she led us to our table and we sat down and we were soon greeted by our server and we talked to her and we told her that we wanted, uh, what we wanted to drink and we ordered. Chris ordered red beans and rice and I ordered steak, filet mignon. And then we waited. And waited. And waited. And finally, after almost an hour, our server comes back to the table and says, I'm sorry, sir. We're out of red beans and rice. <laughs> Wait a minute. So it took you an hour to discover that you don't have any red beans and rice. Chris collected himself and he asked her, well, what about Pastor Steak? She said, oh, it's done. He said, well, just bring that. So the server brought the steak, which I had asked to be cooked at medium because I want some pinkish red. I just don't want to see any blood. She brings me the steak, and I cut into it, and the steak said, moo. Ma'am, I think y'all forgot to kill this cow before you put it on my plate. So needless to say, our dining experience was awash that night and at that point, hear me, when we were facing a dilemma, when things were not going right, we didn't need to speak to the hostess because all she could do was seat us. But she couldn't do anything about our current situation. We didn't need to speak to the server because all she did was brought us the news but she couldn't remedy this at that point we needed to talk to who was in charge the owner, the management is the only one who can make this listen, all I'm trying to tell you is there are too many of us wasting time talking to a whole bunch of folk who can't do a thing about what you're going through 
When everything is breaking loose in your life, when your world seems to be caving in, you need to talk to the one who can do something about it. Isn't it good to know that the God we serve is the king of kings? Isn't it good to know that he's in charge? He can handle what nobody else can handle. He can fix what nobody else can fix. He can heal what nobody else can heal. He can restore what nobody else can restore. He can repair what nobody else can repair. Thine is the kingdom. Not only is there a glimpse of his sovereignty, but we're also reminded of his ability. For thine is the kingdom and the power. You all, y'all already know what that word power is in the original text. It's dunamis. It is that inherent power based on who he is. It speaks of his strength and ability. It is a reminder of this power to perform miracles. It is a reminder of the influence that he has because the whole earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. It refers to the power that rests with the one who commands legions of angels, the Lord of hosts, the one who is strong enough to move mountains. When we pray, we ought to keep in mind that we are talking to the one who has the power, the kind of power that could speak into nothing out of nothing nowhere and use nothing but himself to call a world into existence. I like the way Psalm 104 puts it. It's the kind of power that stretches out the heavens like a tent. The kind of power that lays the beams of his upper chambers on the waters. He makes the clouds his chariot. It's the kind of power that allows him to ride the wings of the wind. As a matter of fact, he makes the winds his messengers and flames of fire his servants. I love the way the psalmist put it. He laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever. He touches the hills and they smoke. He set a boundary for the waters. He makes springs pour water into ravines and then gave, gives water to all the beasts of the field so the wild donkeys can quench their thirst. It's that kind of power, the power that waters the mountains from his upper chambers so that the land is satisfied by the fruit of his work, the kind of power that makes grass grow for the cattle so the cattle can grow for us and pant plants for people to cultivate bringing food forth from the earth it's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead that same power is at work in us when we call on his name and that deserves my brothers and sisters a praise in the present this, this text reminds us of his sovereignty it emphasizes his ability but then finally and I'll let you go it points to his glory for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory that word glory is doxa and it just means splendor brightness his magnificence his excellence his preeminence his kingly majesty and his absolute perfection it's just a reminder Listen, when we pray that God is so much God that he can even take the worst situation and still come out in splendor. That he can take what is the most messed up and shine the brightest and be the most magnificent and excellent. It's just a reminder that whatever it is, the Lord knows how to get the glory out of it. 
It will put his excellence on display. It will highlight his kingly majesty, his absolute perfection. It is the realization that we can pray in confidence about whatever it is. And it will turn out for our good and for God's glory. If you're at home right now and somebody's close to you, would you tell them the same thing that we're about to tell each other in the sanctuary? And that is, whatever it is, say it. It is working for your good and for his glory. I love the way the psalmist put it. Y'all know it already. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be cast into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of our God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, but he uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Come behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow, he cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot in the fire. Here's what I wanted to get to. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen and I will be exalted in the earth. Can I give that to you in Winston translation? Even if all hell breaks loose, I will get the glory. I will put myself on display. We have some witnesses that will tell us the same thing this morning. If you ask Daniel, he'll point to a den of lions. Ask the Hebrew boys and they'll point to a fiery furnace. Ask Noah and he'll point to the ark ask Moses and he'll point to the Red Sea ask Joshua and he'll point to Jericho ask Jesus and he'll point to an old rugged cross and he'll point to an empty grave and if you want to uh, you can ask me and I'll tell you uh, God is able to lift up a bowed down head he's able to move mountains out of your way he's able to subdue your enemies he's able to comfort your heart as a matter of fact if you ask your neighbor your neighbor will tell you uh, he's able to pick you up and to turn you around your neighbor will tell you he's able to plant your feet on solid ground I love the way the old folk used to sing it have you any rivers that seem uncrossable have you any mountains that you can't tunnel through God he specializes in things impossible and he will do uh, what no other power nobody else can do I hear you 
I know what you're saying. You're saying, Pastor, I thought the title of this message was a praise in the present. You still haven't told me about the praise in the present. Well, I've got one more truth on my way to my seat. I've told you that this is a praise that it's a doxology connected by a conjunction and that conjunction is for for thine for thine is stop right there that word is it's a verb and that verb is in the present tense did you catch that for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory not shall be but is in other words the praise that Jesus teaches here is a praise that is a praise that's in the present it's a right now praise it's a praise that doesn't have to wait on answered prayer it's a praise that praises God in advance it's a praise that says I have the faith to see the invisible to expect the incredible to receive the impossible it's a praise while the wall is still standing it's a praise while the storm is still raging it's a praise while the wind is still swirling it's a praise while I'm still going through it's a praise that doesn't have to wait until the battle is over I'm gonna shout and I'm gonna shout right now right now because he is my father right now because he is in heaven right now because his name is holy right now because his kingdom is come and his will is being done right now because he's giving us what we need when we need it right now because we are forgiven as we forgive others right now because he's leading us in the right paths and delivering us from the evil one we can shout right now because his kingdom is right now his power is right now so I'll give him the glory right now I don't see it but thank you I can't feel it but thank you I don't know when you're gonna do it but thank you thank you right now thank you right now thank you right now I thank you right now for my children's deliverance I thank you right now for blessing my finances I thank you right now for freeing my mind I thank you right now for healing my body I thank you right now Thine is the kingdom Hallelujah! 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 
Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I don't have tomorrow, but I have right now. Hallelujah! perfectly prepared to end this sermon talking about God will get the glory and then I promise the Holy Ghost said go back and read it again for thine is that's in the present that's before I can see it that's <laughs> not only will he get the glory <laughs> but I give it to him right now you right where you are right in your kitchen right in your living room right in your study right in your bedroom I dare you right where you are to just give him some kind of praise <laughs> I know you don't see what you've been praying for yet but you can go ahead and thank him for it I know you don't even see the evidence of it but you know God is real and you know God is able you can thank him for it
how to handle he knows how to handle what I need he knows how to handle what's been handling me so I can I can praise him now before the battle is over I've got good news for you the reason that we are assured victory is because what God has done for us through Christ here is the good news here's what the word says God loved the world so much that is 
everybody without exception. He loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, that's Jesus the Christ, his unique one-of-a-kind son, that whom whosoever believes in him should not perish. Whosoever, that is anybody without exception. You're not too dirty, you're not too bad, you haven't been gone too long. If you're breathing, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. You don't have to perish, but have everlasting life. God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. First of all, if there's anybody in here who is not sure you're saved, would you raise your hand? Somebody will be glad to come to you and tell you how you can be saved. Bible says, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. If you're at home, if you're in your car, wherever you are, if you're not sure you're saved, you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity, you can be sure today. Put it in the chat. Send us a direct message. Somebody is monitoring right now. They'll get back to you very shortly and tell you how you can be sure today that you're going to spend your eternity with Jesus Christ. That's the first call. Second call is this. You're saved already. You know where you're going to spend eternity. But you know the Lord wants you in this part of his church family, in this part of his family known as the Mount Calvary Nation. If that's you, would you raise your hand? Somebody will come to where you are if you're here in the building. If you are not in the building, put it in the chat. Send us a direct message. Somebody will respond to you immediately. They're looking for you right now. If you say, I want to be saved or I want to become a part of this church, you can do that today everybody in the building then is saved and is where you know you belong then let the church say amen so let it be so let it be good we're going to get ready to get out of here uh, just a word about giving we would not come before the Lord empty handed we don't give here in the Mount Calvary Nation to keep the lights on. We don't give because the church needs it. We give because God is worthy of it. Because he has blessed us and it's our good pleasure to give back to him out of that which he has given to us. Here at Mount Calvary, we don't believe in a lot of nickel and diming. We're just on our way to becoming a 100% tithing congregation where everybody does what the Bible says, and that's tithe. There is the opportunity for tithe. There's the opportunity for our benevolence giving. That is our giving to help those who find themselves in financial emergency so that the church can be of assistance to them. And then finally is our building fund giving. We've kind of slowed down a bit since the pandemic, but we're about to start ramping back up. We've got the, the Bobby J. Winston Community Center to get up and going so that we can get the Victory School, our early childhood center, up and going. And, uh, and so we give to our building fund. Those are the three areas. You can text to give to 855-908. 
or you can use the cash app on your phone it is dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C or if you have the Givelify app on your phone it's as easy as tap give and you are done once you find the Mount Calvary page those are the three ways to give electronically if you're here in the building the deacons will be ready to serve you on your way out as we give out of grateful hearts as we give out of grateful hearts I believe that's it um, don't forget if you need the RSVP for uh, dinner with pastor on the 29th you need to do that by Friday yes ma'am Miss Kim that's on you okay yes ma'am y'all um, you may want to check just to see what the conditions are outside and then you whatever call you make okay um, those who are prepared to stay for orientation if you're doing new member orientation it is today um, weather permitting uh, just look to Miss Kim she'll let she'll give you the final nod all right directly after service in the conference room very well Classes do begin in March uh, for small group studies. A new round of classes begins in March. Course details are going to be published on social media and copies will be made available at the guest and member services desk next Sunday. Uh, Lady C has been working hard on this. I know we've got some excellent uh, teachers and facilitators lined up for this next go round. So keep an eye out. The stuff is not up yet, right? All right. Keep an eye out for things uh, really quickly this week all right good and if i forgot anything just blame it on the fact that i'll be 47 on tuesday all right all right if there's nothing else let's stand oh yes ma'am miss diane when saturday happy birthday miss diane <laughs> happy birthday good let's stand and receive the benediction she's who Okay. Six, she is 69. All right. Yes, ma'am, Miss Diane. <laughs> you, uh, one more year and you'll be able to celebrate on the senior Sunday. <laughs> and they're going to make you wait too. Good. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together. Amen. God bless you.
me, dear sweet. 